Welcome to the Intentional Woman Podcast, where faith meets consistency. I'm your host, Nicole Hubb, just an everyday woman seeking to know and see God in every season of my life. And I want to take you on this journey with me. The intentional woman is one who loves God, loves herself, and serves in purpose. Thanks for tuning in. I pray you leave our time together affirmed in God's love and full of faith to live intentionally. Let's get into it. Hey fam, welcome back to the Intentional Woman Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Hub. How are you doing today? Well, I hope amazing. I hope great all of those wonderful things. If this is your first time listening and tuning in to the Intentional Woman Podcast, welcome. I'm so glad to have you and I hope you stay around to grow in faith and consistency with us. If you have not already, I invite you to go ahead and follow us, the Intentional Woman Collective, over on IG at the Intentional Woman CO. I have a goal of getting 100 followers, and then I want to share with you all some exciting news on how we can further stay connected. So if you haven't already, go ahead and follow us over on IG, Instagram at the Intentional Woman CO. Also, if you are a regular listener, would you do me a favor? please write a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to include your IG handle so I can personally thank you. This helps to make sure that the show continues to get out to new listeners as a suggestion for shows if they listen to a podcast that is around faith and womanhood and motherhood and all those beautiful things. So if you haven't already, make sure you leave us a review just to let me know how you're enjoying the podcast and how I can even you know make it better. That'd be greatly appreciated. And one last thing, <laughs> uh, last week on the Intentional Woman Podcast, we talked about three questions every intentional woman should ask before setting the next goal. I received some amazing feedback that the questions really help ladies consider their why and how they can honor God in this new month. So I want to give you the opportunity to do the same if you haven't listened yet and um, go ahead and check out episode 22, three questions every intentional woman should ask before setting the next goal. All right, y'all, that's it by way of announcement. <laughs> So on this week, I just really want to chat with you all. Um, As the description said, just come close and just have a real candid conversation about the state of your heart. How is your heart? Is it light, heavy, discontent, hopeful, or longing? Has the news of people deciding this life was too much bring up your own experiences of feeling the same? I know for me it did. I know it made me think about the times in my life where I thought that you know, it wasn't worth living, that my life didn't have value and that nothing would, nobody would miss me if I was gone. Uh, so I know that it can hit home for people who have had thoughts of of harming themselves, thoughts of um, taking, their, taking their own lives and taking everything in, in their own hands and to make the decision that they don't want to be here anymore. So I just want to really have a candid conversation about the state of your heart, the state of my heart, to make sure that we are placing our hope in the things that are eternal, as the old saints used to say, Uh, because this world is cruel. The things that we see, the things that we encounter, um, they have a way of weighing on us where sometimes we can't even fully express it. But God knows our heart. like He knows the things that are hidden. He knows the things that we don't say, and he wants to be able to come in and to help us. So I want to give us that space to talk about that, to give you some scriptures to meditate on, to help you to navigate however your heart is feeling. And even when your heart becomes overwhelmed, uh, giving you a reference point of where you can go to. So I know I've been grappling with the timing of all of this. It has not even been one full month into the new year, and it already feels like too much for folks to bear. 
And I had to ask God, I was like, God, why, why is it like this? Like, Lord, what is going on in the hearts of your creation that is longing for the peace of just being with you away from this world and the sin and the separation that it brings? And then I had this thought, I had this thought that maybe it's that January was really no different than December, that the hope of the clock striking 12 at midnight on January 1st, 2022 will bring a new life, a new being, a new revelation or a 180 degree change. And it didn't for so many people. It literally felt more like the same, but why? But I was like, God, but why is that? Like, why is it that we think that just because times change and seasons change that it automatically means that our life is going to change or not even our life is going to change or our outlook on the circumstances that we may be presented with is going to automatically change because there's a time, a change in the time. And the Lord ministered to me that we're drinking from the wrong well. That's what he was, he's been ministering to me that we are literally drinking from the wrong well. And I have been literally playing this song, listening to this one song on repeat for weeks on weeks. And it's a song by Pastor William McDowell entitled, Only You Can Satisfy. And the lyrics have literally been a bomb to my soul, particularly the verse that says, if I take what the world has offered, I'll have to come again, again, and again. Now, I used to be a singer back in the day. I don't do it like that no more, but I'm going to sing this song the way I feel it. And it goes like, and I just want you to hear it. It says, if I take what the world has offered, I'll have to come again, again and again. So it's literally telling us that if we are drinking from a well of this world, of this culture, of this capitalism, of this unrest, of this grinding culture, then we will have to constantly come back to the world to fill us again. If we are constantly looking for the likes on Instagram, for the retweets, for the insights and the statuses and all these things, for the applause. Of, I said this last week in that podcast. If we rise by the applause of men, we will fall by their criticism. If we are drinking from the well of this world and we are drinking and filling ourselves up on what this world has to offer, we will constantly have to come again, again, and again. And that's not what the Lord wants from us. And I think that's what leads us to this place of hopelessness of what we're talking about today. We're hopeless because we're not drinking the living water. We found ourselves in that position as the woman in the well where Jesus is like, drink from me. You know what I'm saying? You'll never be thirsty again. Where she was thinking about a physical water, this water that was in Jacob's well, their ancestors, the one that God had provided for, thinking that that was going to continue to provide for her. But God's like, no, I'm here. I'm the, I am the new living well. Like I am the way, the access to the Father, to everything that you need, the cure for all your hopelessness, for you think it's loneliness and you think it's depression and you think it's, it's, it's anxiety. You think it's fear. You think it's all these things, but it's literally just a lack of drawing from the wrong well and not seeking after the Father. And I think it speaks to the hopelessness and spirit of oppression that has been experienced by so many at this time. And I'm speaking of oppression in the sense to make us not believe the truth of God. One, that he does not exist. And two, that Jesus is the sole way to salvation and freedom from all bondage and sin. So the oppression that has us constantly fighting whether we believe God even exists at all. And then furthermore, whether Jesus is the true way to be free from all of the bondage, the sin, the despair, the hopelessness that we constantly feel. That is the oppression of the enemy. That is what the enemy, he tries to do in our 
life every single day is make us not believe that God is real and make us believe that God cannot save us from our sins through Jesus Christ. But what is hope? Hope is a confident expectation of future blessings based on facts and promises. That's what a hope is. And where do we find those facts? Where do we find those promises? In the word of God, the Holy Scriptures. Y'all, I cannot just express how much the importance of reading our word is, especially if we are going to stand our ground and be faithful to the word, be faithful to God, be faithful to our calling as intentional women. If we don't read the word of God, it is the it is how we fight in prayer. It is how we war in our spirit. It is how we um, connect and worship because we believe the words that we are singing, because we believe the words that we are praying and where those words coming from, those words are coming from the Holy Scripture. That the scripture says that heaven and earth will pass away before the word of God returns to him void. So we have to read the scriptures. We have to find those facts and those promises in the word of God, because that's where our hope lies. That's where our hope is strengthened. That's where our hope is renewed. And what is hope again? One more time. Hope is a confident expectation of future blessings based on facts and promises. So today, I just want to simply offer you all encouragement through the scriptures that you are not alone, that Jesus has left the Holy Spirit, the comforter with us for times like these, because he knew that they would come. He knew that they would come. But thanks be to God, he did not leave us without help. So when I felt the weight of this heaviness for hopelessness this week, my heart would literally be broken to hear if any of you listening to this podcast, if you were to leave this earth because you felt hopeless and alone. So I couldn't allow this time to pass just in case one person who is listening to this podcast episode needs to hear this message of hope. So let's meditate on the scriptures about where our hope should be found and the well we need to constantly look to and draw from, which is Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians one verses three through seven says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we receive ourselves from God. For just as the suffering of Christ overflows to us, also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you a patient endurance of the same sufferings that we suffer. And our hope for you is firm because we know that as you share in the sufferings, so you will also share in the comfort. So this scripture is just a beautiful reminder, a perspective to understand that, yes, this life is going to come with suffering, y'all. It's not without suffering after we accept the gift of salvation and we decide to accept Jesus into our hearts. The scripture is telling us that we're going to be suffering, but it tells us that with the equal suffering, there's access to equal comfort <laughs> through God, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And more so for me, even, you know, sharing a tidbit in the beginning about me feeling, having feelings of not wanting to be here in times in my life, that my suffering offers a, a point of comfort for you as well to know that you're not alone. So we don't go through things in a silo. We don't experience things just to experience them, but we experience them so that we can have the ability to, in our overflow, to comfort other people. When God heals us, when he restores us, when he comforts us, now we have empathy to be able to comfort someone else in that. Amen. 
God is amazing, y'all. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may reside in me. So even in our weakness, God is giving us grace, giving us grace to endure. And it's a beautiful comfort to know that God comes alongside with us when we face affliction and he comforts us. First Peter 1 verses 3 through 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. Y'all, that is the that is the promise of our hope. That is imperishable, that this world can't touch it, that it's not going to fade away, that it will be undefiled and is not fading and it's kept for us. It's the promise of heaven. And as Romans 8, 14 through 17 says, for all of those led by God's spirit are God's sons and daughters. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Instead, you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children. And if children also heirs and heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. So again, reminding us that suffering comes with this life, but we have a promise from God that if we suffer with him, that we will reign. So it's our responsibility, again, like the scripture says, not to receive the spirit of oppression to make us believe that we cannot believe God for who he is or that God doesn't exist and that Jesus didn't come to save us because that would be us fearing what is in front of us and not believing the things that we can't see, which is faith. So believing and trusting God that we are now heirs and joint heirs with Christ into the promise and that we will be glorified with him if we endure. First Corinthians 13, 12. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully as I am fully known. This is a beautiful picture of what it'll be like when we're face to face with, with Christ in glory and everything will just make sense. And we'll understand it better by and by, as the old hymn said, that we'll, right now we only see a, a reflection of a glimpse of what that full hope looks like. But we can hold on to that, knowing that at the, the day will come where we'll be fully known and we will see it all together. And here's a few more scriptures just for you to meditate on that you can affirm and speak aloud when you are feeling hopeless when you are feeling lost, when you are feeling lonely, when you are feeling doubtful in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, meditate on these scriptures. Psalm 94, 19, when I am filled with cares, your comfort brings me joy. Psalms 147, 3, he heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. Isaiah 66, 13, as a mother comforts her son, so I will comfort you, saith the Lord. Matthew 5, 4, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And then finally, Romans 15, 13, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless his word. I pray that it has encouraged you and that you take some time to jot down the scriptures and that you would pray the scriptures, meditate on the scriptures as your heart needs it. Um, Check the well. Listen, ladies, let's check the well we're drawing from. Because remember what the songwriter says, if we take what the world has offered, we'll have to come again, again, and again. But just one drink from the living water and we'll never thirst again, y'all. We will never thirst again. Get into your word, read it, meditate on it, and allow it to renew your mind in the hope of Jesus Christ. And be sure to listen to episode 20 of the Intentional Woman podcast, where I share three ways to create an intentional environment that causes you to prosper as further practical encouragement on how to cut out all the noise and distractions that keep us oppressed and from the truth of the living word. All right, y'all, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for your presence today. God, I can feel your presence in this room. God, I can feel the the heaviness of the burden of hopelessness lifting off of your daughters, off of every person who is listening today. I pray, God, that as you free them, they will cast their cares upon you, that they will lay their burdens down at the altar. They will allow you to consume them, God, that you will be a consuming fire on the altar of their hearts, God, and consume the things that are not like you. Consume the things, God, that distract them from you, to consume the things, Father, that keep them from pressing in and leaning in into your power, into your strength. God, before your word says that it's the power that worketh within us that gives us the ability to do the things that you called us to do. So whatever it is in our hearts, God, whatever it is in our minds, whatever it is in our environments, God, that is causing us to try to do it in our own strength, that's causing us to try to do it in our own power, to make a way for our own selves, God, to create a ways. God, help us, God, to, to settle ourselves, to settle our hearts and stand still and wait to see the salvation of you, God. Wait, God, to help us to see you save us and come and rescue us and heal us and deliver us from the things that we cannot shake free from. God, your word says for us to set aside every weight and every sin that so easily entangled us, God. So reveal those weights, God. Reveal those sins, God, that keep us entangled, God, that keep us from being free, that keep us oppressed, God, from believing that you are the true and living work, God. God, that keep us oppressed from believing that Jesus is the way to salvation and that he can truly free us from our sins. God, I pray for the heart of every person, God, who is feeling hopeless on today. God, who's feeling lost, who is feeling alone. God, I pray that you will renew their strength in you. God, that you will show yourself as the living well, God. Reveal yourself, God, as the true and living God that will be able to fill every place in their heart. Renew their mind, God, today. Strengthen them today, Father. Give them everything that they need in order to trust you in a deeper way, in a real way, in a tangible way. God, we pray for every mother today who's experiencing hopelessness, who is having difficulty with her children, who may be having difficulty with a spouse, who's having difficulty on the job, who's having a hard time just managing her home, God, and doesn't know how to escape it. God, I pray that you will reveal the solution, that you will reveal the answer, God, through a friend, through a sister, through a mentor, through a post, God, through an email, God, I pray that you would just give her revelation and insight on today to let her know, God, that you see her and that you have not left her, God, without hoping you. 
God, that you will show her how to do what it is that you called her to do. And most importantly, God, remind her that you have called her to this gift of motherhood, that you have called her to her family, that you have called her to her children, that you have chosen her, God, to be that mother. You have chosen her, God, to honor and to serve in her home, God. Don't allow the enemy to make her believe anything elsewise today, God. So we pray that you will restore her hope, God, and that you will give her solutions, that you will give her answers to the prayers that she's been praying. God, I pray that you will touch us and heal us, keep us and deliver us, God. Continue to strengthen us as only you can. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Love y'all. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I hope you enjoyed sharing space with me today. If you were inspired, empowered, or uplifted, please take a few moments to subscribe, rate, review, or even share this podcast with another woman. Also, we know Intentional Woman Pray. So if I can pray for you in any way, shoot me a DM at Nicole D. Hub on IG and be sure to follow the podcast page at the Intentional Woman CO. And until next time, remember, if we look for God's hand in everything, we'll find his hand in everything. Love y'all. Be encouraged.